Wow, that's so funny. Two broke gays? Two broke gays? Two broke gays? Welcome back, listeners. You are listening to Two Broke Gays, the podcast where you can see if she, Jenna Cordes, and me, Kevin Sullivan, ever finished our 1,372 scripts to apply to the fellowships. It is fellowship season. Da, 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 da. Uh, <laughs> did you just I don't know if that was a real song. I was like for some reason thinking you're gonna go but it's a completely different situation for that song. So listeners, uh, we've been gone for a while, but just so you know what fellowship season is, every spring, the major TV networks and other companies that I'm not gonna get into it offer these Uh, open call fellowships for screenwriters to submit their samples. And it's sort of become in a way like winning the lottery. And then in another more realistic way, it's become an activity you can do to make sure your samples are ready and really like exercise all that you've learned in the previous year. Kevin and I have decided to submit to some of the fellowships separately and some of them together, which has created this to-do list that is... So fucking long. Let me just say, I am now finishing my finishing. I'm 11 pages in. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to dust this up. Uh, it's fucking 11 pages. I have an original I'm writing right now. I have to fix an old original, create a new spec, and then with Jenna have to create an original and a spec. Oh, and on top of this all, it's like we have to worry about money, paying bills, I'm having surgery, Kevin's going out of town. So, you know, it's going to be super easy to do. Yeah. Um, Oh, and I'm writing a feature on the side. Great. And I'm writing a book on the side. So, Oh, yeah, I'm also writing a book, My Thousand Jobs. (laughs) So here we go. Um, I'm I find time to paint my nails. <laughs> but we're excited to be back. We had some technical difficulties with the podcast. And then I moved back to LA and I just, I, I didn't even drop the ball. I straight up lost it on my way back. Yeah. The bitch from Hook that lost her fucking marbles. Or he, I don't know. He was an old man, but I like he was calling him man. a bitch. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, that old bitch with no teeth. Oh, bitch. <laughs> I, um, I just watched Hook recently. I love Hook. That's where my queerness first started because I was I attracted sent you to, a picture of Rufio. Yeah, I, I was attracted to Rufio in a way that didn't make sense to me. And well, I do For think- a short, I do, spiky hair and sensitive demeanor. <laughs> I do think Rufio uh, is male identifying as far as like an actor, um, et cetera. However, there was something inherently queer about Rufio's whole vibe and I would live the rest of my life trying to undo that attraction (laughs) short spiky hair crop top like I loved that outfit so no it was everything it was everything same I was like I I'm like yeah I was like Rufio's making me feel something I'm not comfortable with it but I am comfortable with it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I was like I'm into this but I don't want to tell a lot of people about it love that for you and probably everybody okay Um, so um updates so you had a birthday i had a birthday wow cut the fanfare settle down (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i had a birthday celebrated with my sister who got me blacked out wasted shots 
Oh my I God, I forgot it... that was the night you were so nice to me. I know I'm not allowed to tell anybody, but I just want everyone and to know. And it will never happen again. Much like Haley's Comet, every once in a while, <laughs> every 80 years, Kevin gets drunk and calls me and professes his love. But um, and he, I if never I mention remember it, it. And then and he... I say, it's like a double person. Like I'm, with, like I'm Jim Carrey in the mask. <laughs> like if I... you mention this happen again i know and then the next day she tries to say i'm like what are you talking about yeah no he totally has no recollection but i i remember because i journal about it immediately after (laughs) (laughs) i'm totally that drunk person okay so Um, anyway back to your birthday my bad it's fine steamroll i love it i'm a steamroller uh yeah i my sister had me taking shots of casamigos which is my favorite can't say no and i literally threw up before dinner and I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know if like the birthday triggered something in my body, but it was not right. Did I take more shots and go to dinner? Yes. <laughs> uh, but it was not great. I did not. It was not great. But the birthday itself was really great. I got some really cute presents from you people, got, which was so sweet. You got unique gifts. And I'm so excited for you to tell the listeners about one of the most unique gifts. And then I also want you to tell them about mine, which <laughs> was substandard, but it was still Oh, my great. God. Okay. So my friends in New York gifted me an astrology reading with a birth chart reader. Holy shit, guys. My mind was blown. First and foremost, my past life, I was a rich lady. Who would have guessed? We know it. <laughs> right. Um, no surprise there. Another non-surprise for me, though, was that I was uh, on board the Titanic. Oh, you're obsessed with the Titanic. I've been obsessed with the Titanic for my whole life. And night swimming, I know that's like ironically weird, but like night water is calming to me. It's I like the cold. All these things. I have a question for you before you dive in a little deeper. Yes, yes, yes. Do you feel like there's also something inherently gay about the Titanic? Because I feel like queer people are super drawn to the Titanic. Like, okay, so a like. sinking ship. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to point out that I think the Titanic is gay. Okay, go ahead. It's like, look at this pretty thing. Aww. <laughs> and then it's ruined. It didn't work out. Yeah. Oh, and it broke in half first and then sank twice. We shouldn't make jokes about mass death. However, I think the Titanic's gay as an idea. (laughs) That whole sentence was riveting. (laughs) So anyway, tell us about your birth chart, you rich rich old lady. Tell us. I feel like something that happened like that in the 20s on a luxury cruise liner. Like, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) fuck it. But I was there, so I'm personally offended by your comment. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so my past lifeline was up in the fucking ocean, whatever. And she looked at my, like, where Pisces was. Pisces is 29 degrees on a specific star. And she was like, I've seen this, like, throughout one other chart or whatever. And it was the Titanic from the moment it boarded, from the moment it sank. Like, same star alignment or whatever. And then my past lifeline runs right through where the Titanic sank. Whoa, so, no wonder you're such an icy bitch. <laughs> ooh, she's so icy. Um, my career line is through the West Coast. My love line is through like New Orleans, right? That's where like my future or like my home life. Oh, is. where's your love life go through then? Florida. 
Alabama, Ooh. Nashville. Ooh. I know. You're yourself a Southern boy. I wouldn't mind a man from Nashville. So if you're listening for our three <laughs> in Tennessee, I <laughs> three in Tennessee, is that a drink? Um, yeah, hit me up, but you have to be a Pisces. So she also said that my future is Pisces and my undoing is Virgo. Ooh. Can we guess who I just dated? <laughs> I love Virgos. You know, my whole life is Virgos and caps. And then every once in a while, I get a slippery little water sign floating right through the cracks. So I have you and our, our friend Sarah Rose from Raiders Group, who's also an Aquarius. Great. Well, we're air signs. So Aquarius um, isn't a bucket of water. We pour water out. We're the water bearer, but we're an air sign. Oh, that's why you go with Pisces, water bearer, and they're fish. That's not why, but that's not why I do. I am going with Pisces because my um, north node is in Pisces. Do you think if we keep this conversation up, we're going to get picked up by Goop, like the Goop network? <laughs> yeah, probably. They're like, Gwen, if you're out there. <laughs> Gwen fixed another person that thought Aquarius was a water sign. It's Rest very- in Pisces. It- Rest in Pisces. Actually, I've been in May Los Angeles. be with you. I've been in Los Angeles so long. I passed a Halloween decoration that was like a tombstone, and it said "Rest in Pieces." And my brain read it "Rest in Pisces," and then I was like, "I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to go back to Michigan. <laughs> I got to do something." <sighs> anyway, carry on, my wayward son. Um, there'll be peace when you are <laughs> Pisces. I uh, yeah. So I need a Pisces from Nashville, and then we're gonna live in New Orleans. Great, got it. But I'm gonna work in the west coast anyway it was all very mind-blowing and i kind of want to get it done cleared so many things up for me mentally of like why i thought certain things and like she said i'm gonna have a career like easily and i'm like okay well but this year's (laughs) supposed to be really good for me and i'm supposed to find my love the love of my life in the next year and the love of your life is like it didn't she also say like creating like home and family is your purpose yeah my soul decided to come back to earth because i need to like find home privacy family like that that stability because i've always been some like rich king president whatever the fuck like hbic she also said that i can't work for anybody that tracks and she also (laughs) said trying to fucking partner with you she said, and I quote, you don't have patience for stupid people. And I said, what? This was within like minutes. I hadn't even said anything yet. And she already told me that. I was like, facts. Facts. Slinging them facts. She said that fashion carried over from my last life. And I probably really like fashion and how I look and clothes. Now, facts. what do we think this all? I mean, I'm sorry that I keep directing it back to me. But with all of these like fancy, nice things that you're getting, what do you was I just like a an Arctic fisherman or like what was my vibe in my past life? I was obviously a hard worker. I obviously didn't care that much about appearance. Like what was going on with me? I definitely think I was, um, I know one past life regression. I know I was an 18 wheeler truck driver and that's just (laughs) real because I never feel more at home than when I'm on the wide open road, driving a huge automobile. Well, but that would mean that you like literally came right back to earth. Ah, ha ha. Like I'm the exact same. No, 
like when we're 18 when do people start driving fucking mac trucks wait i don't get what you're saying you need to break it down okay you're saying that a past life you drove a fucking truck absolutely yes. yeah how long have those trucks been around oh like years. i died in the fucking 20s when there was like those little fucking cars with the pinwheels i mean it's gonna be after that so yeah i might have come right back maybe i was having a great time yeah that's what i'm saying okay the semi-truck was invented in 1898 by alexander winton and guess who was probably there ready to pick up the first <laughs> shipment first load oh i was like alex hey buddy i'm here <laughs> Oh my god, 18 wheelers are that fucking old? Okay, not 18 wheelers. This is a semi truck. Yeah, you are an 18 wheeler girl, let's be real. <laughs> um Okay. So so anyway, you're very fancy. You can't have jobs or sorry, you can't have a job where you have a boss. Yeah. Um I was in the twenties and I was one of those girls that were like gender bending. She's like, you know, because that's when you people stopped wearing corsets and like cutting their hair off or women specifically and mm-hmm. she's like you know have you ever seen the great gatsby and i was like yes and, and i read the book she goes yeah you know the big fancy party that's you mm. and i felt seen for the very <laughs> first time i'm like i am that party i love a dress up champagne is my favorite drink that's, come on now i like that i like that for you this is art deco vibe um yeah uh, so i loved it 10 out of 10. If anyone wants her info, like I'll email it. You should get it done. I definitely want to get it done after hearing all of this. I mean, it's oh. going to be a little hard because, you know, like with stuff like this, like I've seen a lot of psychics, like I love getting my tarot done, but I just feel like I'm going to be a little uncomfortable. So I might be a little like giggly and stuff, but I think that she's probably used to that. It's so, she's so calming. She is so like, all right, great. Let's just jump in. Can I talk about your past life? And I always am like, hmm, that's awkward because it's so fake. Or like, mm-hmm. it's just like, are we just, are we just like, hmm, woo-wooing? But this shit is, it's just, it's coming out of her like fact. And it is, and you're just like, oh, this is real. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel I will... like humans have invented everything. So who are we to be like, oh, this is a stupid thing to do. Like, it's not. It's the same as like and when going born, to college. We also invented that. Like, when you're born, the stars are in very specific places. Like, and the planets are in those constellations. So, like, the moon controls are tied. So, like, how the fuck do we think that we're not affected by the stars? Like, in that way, mm-hmm. the um, moon is very important to me as a symbol. It's a symbol I think a lot about, and I direct uh, my when I'm asking the universe for things or when I'm like doing any kind of like meditative or prayer or anything like that, I think of the moon all the time. Wouldn't it be weird if it was a satellite? (laughs) Okay. And now, (laughs) and here comes the conspiracy theories. (laughs) That's an Aquarius thing uh, for sure. But also do you know what time you were born specifically? I do. What time? think it was okay then i guess i don't um i think it was either like one <laughs> one twenty four p.m tell malone to that you she's gonna go out for a walk and you turned it to your dog and she was like no yeah, couldn't have cared less i was either born at one twenty four or one thirty six. i always forget 
You would be an afternooner. I know. I was an afternoon bebe. I was 3.25 a.m. That tracks. And it does, the minutes count. Like, I originally thought it was 3.11, and I don't know why, because 3.11 always pops up in my life. Whoa, amber is the color of your energy. energy. Like, 3.11 was my uh, locker in college for swimming. But, yeah, that matters. Anyway, it's real, and I'll send you the info. You can do a half hour and just be like, what's my past life career? And she sends you all the parts. You know the only thing I care about, though. Even though I'm in recovery, da da da, but you know the only thing I care about is when am I gonna fall in love again? And I already told you that we're opposite. And then I have to focus on love, and you probably have to focus on like success. <laughs> <laughs> My mom just texted me back. She said I was born at 1:42 a.m. Oh my god, the shock, the awe. That makes wow. no sense. What am I just like a night bitch now? <laughs> yeah, maybe this, maybe this, maybe you need to be a night bitch. Wow. Um, we should move on based on time just and logistics. In general, let's just move on. To, nice knowing you. It's bingey, bitch. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> it's. Bingy, bitch. Thanks, Brittany. Um, this is where we talk about what we've been binging. Food, oxygen, drugs, markers, sniffing, you know, popcorn. I'm cracking up because, okay, I am going to tell you what I'm binging, but I did want to just say that one time I made a very fateful error in that I was under the impression that if you were a C, I can't even believe I'm going to say this on air. If you were a C-section baby, you were removed from the side. Now, based on, and I, by the way, I said this when I was 25 years old. So it wasn't like I was like 13 and I was like, oh yeah. Baby's Sometimes coming. I'm like, Jenna's smart. And then you say this shit. And I'm okay, like. So I, this is what my mom said. I said, what time was I born? She said, 1.42 AM. I said, AM, are you sure? And she said, yes, I'm positive. That's when they removed you from my side. <laughs> so, that's a, an Aquarius. That is an Aquarius. That's a fellow Aquarius. Anyway, bingy bitch, let's move on. It makes sense that you can deal with me so well because your mom is an Aquarius. Well, I'm just used to getting slayed. Like, <laughs> like slay and, or and, like <laughs> Fuck. Both. And I recognize it as love. So I think that just kind of worked out for our relationship, mm. you and I. Yeah, you have to. If you don't recognize <laughs> that love, we're like, we don't last within seconds. Yeah. Um, they're like, that so- guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's bingy, bitch. What have you been doing? Um, okay, The Bachelor. Oof. But I didn't watch last week's episode, so we can't really talk about it. Okay, we won't break it down. We'll talk about it next week. Ooh, and then- this week's um, Women Tell All. And Chris Harrison had to step down. So I don't even know who's hosting Women Talk. Oh, shit. Because it's like current. Yeah. I was thinking it was recorded so long ago. Okay. Uh, Chris Harrison. Fucking loser. Anyway. Uh, I've been binging also The Vampire Diaries. I saw that on your story. You're doing a little Vampire Uh, Diaries, huh? The Vampire Diaries. I have already watched every season every episode including the originals which is its spinoff which i think is better after the first season and i don't know it's mindless like i just turn it on and it's comforting what are you googling i was googling because we had a meeting with oh god what is her name 
we did a meeting with Nina Dobrev for a, a different project. So I was just, oh. go- I was Googling that real quick to see if I had the show right. That she is indeed in the Vampire Diaries. And so you like to just kind of put it on and chill or what? Vamp yeah. Diaries and chill? Yeah, like I make my room dark and I like watch the little vampy vamp. I like that. Um, I watch more things, but I can't tell you about those right now because I don't remember. Okay. Um, I wanted to tell you about what I've been binging. Which is? Um, okay, well, there's TV, but I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, my God. Okay, so I have to do this. Well, I don't have to do it, but it's been recommended to me to do gluten-free, dairy-free uh, diet before my surgery to, like, help with inflammation. And so there are these uh, terrible cookies. They're called Partake. I think they named the cookies that because every time I look at the box, I'm like, do I want to partake? <laughs> because they are not good. Um and uh, I've been binging those, though. I've been eating those. I don't, don't know what's in them because they have no gluten, no dairy, and they're like top eight allergen-free, which means there's also no eggs. So I'm like, what the fuck am I eating? What is this? But I've been binging those. And then I have also been binging Ted Lasso on Apple+. Plus. Oh, okay, I have never seen it. Okay. I almost don't want to say anything because if I tell you the premise, it sounds kind of silly, but it's one of the most heartwarming like best shows that I've seen this year like I love it so much that I've I'm saving the finale I don't know why I do this but sometimes I'll watch all the way to the second to last episode and then I just like don't want it to be done um but I am planning on finishing that but I just loved the show I thought it was it was incredible it was lovely I thought that Ted Lasso was the protagonist we all kind of need right now Okay, I'll have to give it a watch. I really wish I could remember the, the movies. I, I feel like I just watched a really good movie, but maybe I didn't. Oh, excuse me. You're all right. Boring myself. Um, <laughs> what other show did I just watch? I just binged something, like, bad. It will come to me. Okay. Uh, anyway. Do we have any cringies this week? I, I mean... No, the world is on cringe. Yeah. Uh, the government's giving me a cringe with this bailout that we can't. I'm like, what is in this? That yeah. can't be a lot. And I was just like trying to research on the New York Times and say like, okay, what is the holdup? Like House passed it. Now they're going to have to get it through Senate. And then they got to take it back to the House. And then they got to submit the amendments to it. I'm like, all right. So in the meantime, I guess we just sit here. Like, I mean... <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, you just keep, you still have a job. So I know, I'm not. sorry. I'm just outraged on behalf of others, but it's annoying. I was just talking to someone else and she was like, I'm so confused as to why me and my partner both got, like, we both got stimulus checks. We are still working and actually saving more money than ever. Like, and we got checks. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how... Well, because they don't, they can't, they couldn't possibly, our government, have you met them? They couldn't possibly find out, like, for whatever it is, 500 million Americans, like, who's working, who's not. I mean, they they have the information, but. You, You just link it to unemployment. Like, who's registered and who hasn't? 
yeah, who's on who's on on unemployment and who's doing pandemic assistance? Those well, are but, the people not working. But that's misleading because you might be in a situation where you still have your job, but your hours could have been reduced or your uh, profitability could be way down. You know what I'm you saying? You can still be on unemployment with reduced hours. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I guess. Uh, my sisters both did it because they were at the restaurant. But why does it, I guess like, why does it, what does it matter if people who make like less than $75,000 a year get checks? Like, why does that hurt other people? I don't get it. Well, I'm just saying it's, it's misappropriation of funds. Like if putting all that money together, because 1400 is not helping people that lost everything. No, definitely not. But is someone that's making 50,000 in Iowa and still making that? an extra 1400 should they be getting that 1400 opposed to somebody like in New York city who has, is like about to be homeless, you know? So you're saying that people should be punished based on the geography of where they were born. There's no punishment. You're punishing people in New York for losing their job and you're, you're just giving bonus money to people whose lives have rewarding financially rewarding people like me. Yeah. There's no punishment. It's just like yeah, you people that haven't lost anything are getting bonus checks and people who haven't been getting the help they need are still not getting the help they need. Yeah, no, I, I'll agree with that. I don't think it's like this. It's just they're not dealing with anyway. Um, me being on that side of like, you guys have not like helped me fix my own situation. So I guess I'm just saying like, why does it hurt you if I get a check even though I haven't been laid off? That doesn't, they would have just had to change the package. Like it just, the money doesn't. They would have just had to like give more money to people who actually needed it. Absolutely. I agree with you that that was Instead of better. just making this umbrella, like, okay, everybody gets this much money. And it's like, does everyone need this much? Yeah, or do some people need more? And okay, wait, last thing I'm going to say about the whole relief package is this is fucked up and people are going to have to talk about it. The, a rental relief that they're going to be giving you have to prove that you make 80 percent less than the median income in your city or area your neighborhood whatever the fuck community that is geared towards rich communities because say i'm in beverly hills i'm going to make 80 percent less and then they're going to give me like full rent relief like mm-hmm. 10 months but if i was in a like really poor area how do you make 80 percent less than that they're not going to get any rental relief yeah, it's. I mean, I'm. I'm not shocked that this system isn't benefiting people in under-resourced areas. That does not shock me. Me neither. But I did look up the median in West Hollywood. I was like, God, please be high as fuck. It's not. <laughs> what is it? Because there's so many apartments. It's like forty-seven thousand. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck. There's too many apartment buildings. We have the cell phone noise happening. I don't know why. Maybe someone's ringing. Um texting me okay uh anyway moving on actually i'm gonna need my phone for this but (laughs) (laughs) i just threw it over my shoulder (laughs) is uh reading rainbow reading rainbow and then i have a little fun gay shit i wanted to do too i love gay shit okay so my reading rainbow is stems from i don't know if you guys have been following my instagram or my tiktok but i had two viral videos this week bounce wow she thought she was Famous. She bought herself a ring light and now no one's watching her shit. Okay. Um, and 
just like know that my hand is right now on my forehead and my eyes are closed because there is now a large portion of my followers who are obsessed with the fact that they think (laughs) I resemble Buffalo Bill. Yep. The guy that skins women, throws them in a well, wears their skin as a skin suit. Um, Nice. I've been like half hating it and then the other half playing into it because it gets me attention on there. Um, And then I ordered a shamrock shake off. I don't know why I wanted to self-inflict so much pain. I was going to say. I had three sips and I was like, I couldn't do it, but I made a video about it and someone's like, do not lie. The ice cream machine is broken. Try honesty next time. And I was laughing. I was like, actually, it works. And she goes, how's it feel to be God's favorite? <laughs> and it, it, she so that's me, cute. Oh, my God. She had me crack up. My comment section's pretty fucking hilarious. People are arguing right now over whether I look like Buffalo, Gene Wilder. Oh, Nick- I voted for Nick Cage. Oh, thank you. And now there's a group that's convinced I look like Katy Perry. And I'm confused. Anyway, that's my reading rainbow. Okay, cool. I wanted to talk about gay shit. I picture it or hear it like gay shit. <laughs> I like that. Um, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I cannot do it. Um, so I've been doing a lot of silent film era research for this project that I'm working on with my boss, Top Secret. Um, okay. And. In the silent film era research, I came across, did you know Greta Garbo was like queer AF? Are people in on this? I don't, I'm actually not certain that people um, care about Greta Garbo. You're not? Like not, not, no. Okay. Well, she was like one of the most famous silent film era. And then she did make the transition to talkies of her time. But the gay- the gayest thing that Greta did. And there was some speculation that she might be bisexual at the time, but it was like the 1930s. So it was like a little like, eh. um, she had a contract with MGM. Yes. The same MGM. And she told them that she was not going to renew her contract unless they made this film called queen Christina. Queen Christina was made in 1933 MGM did make it. And it was about a queen who uh, was bisexual. She kissed her ladies in waiting on the mouth, on camera, on screen in black and white. And then she abdicated her throne, went undercover as a man, fell in love with a man. And then it was a whole fucking thing. So it was like this huge gender bendy, like silent film era movie. And I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but I watched some clips from it. And I just wanted to say kudos, Greta. Way to do some gay shit. Get it, Garbo. Can, <laughs> that should be the title of something. Get it, Garbo. Get it, Garbo. <laughs> um, wow, they need to remake that. Mm-hmm. And let that legacy like live on and then people can figure it out. Yeah. So that's anyway, gay shit. I think that's all the time we have for the podcast this week. Gay shit. <laughs> Um, but we are back. We have solved the, I was going to say financial difficulties. Wow. What's really on my mind, technical difficulties, still working on the financial part. Um, uh, we will be back next week. 
yeah, we'll see you guys next week. And thanks for listening to Two, Two Broke, Broke Gays. Gays.